Welcome to the Fulfilled After 50 podcast. We are your hosts, Alice and Carol. Join us each week for your fun dose of inspiration and healthy tips you can use every day so you can live the healthy and fulfilled life you desire and deserve. Hey everybody, it's Carol and Alice and welcome to our podcast today. We're talking about a really important topic and that is love and marriage. It's always a good topic to talk mm-hmm. about, especially the season of life right. and how to keep it going. Yeah, things keep things to... interesting. Mm-hmm. It's actually something that comes up a lot in our uh, private mm-hmm. Facebook group. It's a free yeah. private Facebook group, Fulfilled After 50 on Facebook. And yes. it's one of those things that can be considered a touchy subject, but we're right. just pretty open about it. Yeah. And we're blessed. We both happen to have... Loving husbands. But, you know, it's like anything. It requires work and effort, Mm -hmm. I think, and just making sure that other person knows how much you love them and just a little, you know, showing their love language. Right. You know, so we went through a course of the five love languages. Have you read them? Yeah. Well, I've read them and I've listened to the book on tape because I'm a big audible girl. But I know. But it's one of those things, too. I think it's so easy to become two ships past the night. We were just talking about this. And I'm one of those people who can get lost in the details, whereas my husband's more of a visionary, big picture guy. So he oftentimes helps reel me back in from the minutiae and helps to keep us connected. And I just adore him for that. And it wasn't so easy when the kids were little, but now that we're in the season of life, it's one of those things that I'm so glad he made an effort to do that. Um, And it makes a big difference. So it Mm -hmm. gives me a good reminder. So I'm blessed in that way. The other thing I think that has helped keep us together is that I've witnessed uh, my parents divorced after... 49 years of marriage. That's, and yeah, that's it hard. Was, it was pretty traumatic for everybody involved. <laughs> it was just kind of a surprise, but I mean, it was, it was a surprise, but not really a surprise. Right. But it really made me vow uh, to make sure that I have a connection with my husband, yeah. uh, no matter what, when the kids are little or, or as we age. So right. anyhow, some exactly. of the things, I guess we were going to share some tips for keeping yourself close with your spouse, yeah. your, your significant other, your mm-hmm. partner. Right. And then, you know, for the other group and hear that, Maybe, you know, your kids are all gone and they're grown and they're everywhere else. And it's just you and him. <laughs> yeah, or maybe, you're, maybe you never were married. Or you're or divorced you were and you're by yourself. Yeah. Yes, and just finding that uh, companionship you can go and do things with. You know, call somebody. Yeah, It's, it's okay. Call a friend and then have them invite another friend. So then it widens your circle a little bit. But for your marriage that we're talking about right here is I know that when, you know, our kids left and we were really involved in their lives that it's, it's hard sometimes to make that connection of not only are you trying to figure out who you were as a person before you were a mom and a wife, but who were you as a couple then? Yep. And so I think for Ricky and I, some of the things like we do now, and it took a little bit of effort to think about is like every weekend we try to actually hit like a new restaurant that maybe is even 30 or 40 miles outside of our zone, but going and experiencing just a little something like that. Right, right. I think that's really important. I think, you know, some of the other things you can do is when you're together, uh, I guess I was always never wanted to be one of those um, couples that didn't have something to talk about. 
So, you yes. know, keeping uh, that conversation going and whether it's talking about your kids or your parents, you can talk about those things all the time, but sometimes you can intersperse it with some really great questions. You could just even Google, you know, questions to ask your spouse. And I know we were just uh, at a conference in Vegas over the last week and we went to dinner on the 64th floor of this place and I came I had this list on my phone that I had found and uh, I know how it may sound kind of corny I love it but it was actually really fun it was simple questions you know your yeah. favorite food what are the favorite my the favorite um, aspects of me that you love the most and we went back and forth and uh, it was really, it was really um, engaging, and it was something that I felt like drew us a little bit closer together. Even though uh, I feel like we're, we're strong. Yes. But uh, at first, he rolled his eyes and went, "What does she have now? What in the world are we gonna? Do? What? Hope nobody can hear us over here." But then he like he gave in, and it, and I think it wasn't as uh, painful as he thought it might have been. <laughs> That is so funny because I, you know, I think it's really important that we are present, you know, because I look around at people in the restaurants and what do you see? They're all like, like, you know, it's like, where is the conversation? Yeah. It's like, come on, like, put your phone down. So I love like, you know, because sometimes you're, you're caught up in your thoughts and you, there is no conversation going mm -hmm. on, but I love that just with the... 20 questions to come up and talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it opens up new things. Yeah, we can have lots of different conversation. That's you know, fun. other tips for keeping you close together uh, or just making sure that you're doing things together like Alice mentioned, you know, having an outing, planning something for each week, you know, just having a goal of a date night or having some time together or really making sure that if you're still working when you come home, you know, that you kind of leave that at the office and you can kind right. of change your mindset and have a new trigger as you come through the door uh, and that you can actually stop and pause and be interested in your, your significant other, your spouse. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's important too that you understand what their love language is and what yours is. Like, so for me, mine is so, so much acts of service. Like, mm -hmm. I just love to, like, if I've come in from being out after a long day or something, and, and my husband, because he's a custom home builder, his day may be laxer than mine. It's like, have you done dinner? Like, mm -hmm. that would be crazy. Right, right. <laughs> Open a can of soup, I don't care. No, you don't. I have to say, sometimes I'll say to, to Tom, I'll say like, oh, you help empty the dishwasher. Yeah, like, that is really sexy. That sexy turn. <laughs> for me, acts of service is my, that's my love language too. I yeah, and and Ricky's. I don't know what Tom's is, but you can tell us. But Ricky's is like he is all about the words of affirmation. Okay, so he loves me to tell him I love him, and sometimes I don't always do that, and I have mm -hmm. to really think to myself, you know, make sure you tell your husband you love him. Right. Um, it's funny, because I, it's just second nature. I do that with my kids, mm -hmm. but it's harder for me to do that with my husband. I don't know why that is. It's just, I have to, that's just, it's not, I, it, I don't know. It just doesn't come naturally for right. me. But when I'm talking, like, it's all I love you. Right. And I'm like, Ricky, I'm like, I love you. Right. <laughs> I oh, I forgot to. Yeah, I think uh, Tom's is more quality time. Quality time. He gets all, um, 
it's interesting. We'll spend time. And if we get to spend time with the kids, I mean, it's not uncommon for him to get almost like a little teary-eyed about Aww. it when we're all together. So quality time together is really important. And it doesn't mean we're always doing something together, but just being near each other and having, mm -hmm. um, being together. But then also, you know, having those conversations. Mm -hmm. He's more of a thinker questioner. So uh, to stop and have those deeper conversations and to have that quality time together yeah. is really important to him. Yeah. So, for example, this weekend we have um, our daughters uh, at college and we were going to head to a game. So, of course, he was like, let's go for a hike and then visit me on the way down. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> I guess we're going to have some quality hiking time. <laughs> it's supposed to snow tomorrow. I can only imagine how cold it's home. I heard, I don't know, our weather is supposed to be Virginia? like... A little frigid. I thought I moved away from all that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're not supposed to have that here in Virginia. Well, maybe once or twice uh, a year, but right. We'll see. Of course, today it's like seventy degrees out. So, uh, anyhow, but keeping it interesting, you know, yes. those love languages we talk about. I think it's good to even stop and be ask your spouse if you're not sure what it is. You know, the um, we already talked about a couple of them: words of affirmation, acts mm -hmm. of service, quality time together. Some people are really uh, have the love language of gifts, external gifts. Yes. Well, that's not that's not something big in our. Yeah, not at least not for either. Tom and I, but yeah. um, for a lot of people, it is. You know, mm -hmm. a, something more glitzy. Um, right. Might be the way that you feel like someone demonstrates uh, their love for you. Yeah. And then, of course, the physical the, touch. The physical. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so that is the, one of the most important things, really, with any kind of marriage, I think, is just, you know, making sure that you do have that intimacy and the physical touch. Mm -hmm. It's just, for one, for guys, it's really, they love to know that they're loved and that's how they receive, really, that's part of their love language. So we're super excited to be coming to you next week with a really like sometimes a sensitive topic when it gets to be with your intimacy as mm -hmm. you've been married how many years gosh we just had our anniversary what is it 27 27 years and so ricky and i've been married 18 years it's a second marriage for both of us but it's like you know after a certain time period it's easy somewhat to be comfortable right and then you are not as spontaneous sometimes as your intimacy. Mm -hmm. And then how do you create a little bit of an extra spark? Just little things that you can put in. Sometimes I'll leave notes for Ricky and, mm -hmm. you know, that creates sometimes a little bit, a, a sense of that physical touch form. It's not like physical, physical, but it mentally touches him. Mm -hmm. I said a cute little text to Tom every so often. You're so cute. <laughs> Making sure when we're driving, we like to at least have our arms touched. Oh, they are so cute, guys. They are just like the the June Cleaver and what was her husband? June Cleaver, the, Leave It to Beaver. Right. That, that's Carol and Tom. They right. are so cute together. But he's very introverted and not like a Oh, like he's quiet. Yeah. If I try to drag him on camera, he's like, no, <laughs> Ricky's more open. So he's private about that, but it's true. Yeah. And it helps keep things a little bit more. So I'm looking forward to next week. It's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. So make um, sure you guys turn in 
tune in next week mm -hmm. to the podcast of it's going a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. So if you listen in the car with your kids, you might want to have your earbuds mm -hmm. in because we're going to go really a little bit deeper into love and marriage and intimacy right. next week. And keeping that alive and what to do if there's, you know, as we age, there can be barriers to intimacy. So just having a real conversation about that because we like to keep it real. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if you're not already into our Facebook group, Fulfilled After 55.0, come over there. We go into conversations every day of the week. Mm -hmm. It's a safe zone for you women if you have things like you're struggling with. It's an amazing group of inspiring, encouraging women over there waiting for you to lift you up. It's a community that I don't think I've ever experienced. Me neither. We had one of our members um, had surgery and kind of just said, hey, say a prayer for me. One of their other members, unbeknownst to us, sent her, found her address and sent her a gift. And then she posted it in there. Yeah. Like they're just so, so endearing and supportive of each other. So if you're looking for a sisterhood, a community of women who lift each other up, yes. especially in this season of our life, come on over. Fulfilled yes. After 50. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, what the heck, go ahead and subscribe now. And we look forward to coming to you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.